might just be a hip. I think I think I'm just a geek though. I think that's why we have this podcast. Lady, 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 lady. No, you see the confidence, believe me, I am wavy. I need something deeper. Money does not stimulate me. Whether you got mansions or got diamonds in your AP. Drama, 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 drama. Please don't tell my mama I've been smoking marijuana. Topina Colada's getting loose in the Bahamas. Look at me now, I got a bitch, her name is Karma. I was moving wild, but now I'm Karma. We was on the front line listening to Kendrick Lamar. Still the same now, we just blow that yaya on our charters. 24 stores, just to hang with some Karma. Ending why every episode always, with, I can't wait for that CLB, man. Where's CLB? That's all I really believe. want. First. And now CLB finally comes, and you're trying to pass off the review. Why they always trying to put me first? We can't come back to what you've been itching for for months. So you, you think the people want to hear what I got to say about it? Yeah, they want to hear what all of us have to say. You've been start. teasing it forever. <laughs> you're like the fucking dragons in Game of Thrones. He's been teasing man, this morning. Man, man, man. Where do I start? So let me just paint a picture for you. I'm at the Lucky Concert. LA Live, downtown Los Angeles, Thursday, Thursday night, Thursday evening. Oh, wait, no. And if you're going to start there, I, I want to paint the picture. If you want to start there. <laughs> Vance, I got to explain this to you. Okay, well, first of all, we all went to the Lucky Concert. Chance and I somehow ended up with balcony seats while Vance ended up on the floor. Vance being the unloyal member he is, he stayed on the floor and didn't come up to the balcony. Like, but <laughs> to be fair, but I anyways, was I was too sauced by the end of the concert. But that's the that's whole day. For later. The whole day, Chance is blasting Lucky. He's like, he's actually doing surprisingly well on the Lucky Aux. He's playing hits. I'm like, okay, Chance. He's really excited about this concert. We get in. I tell Chance, yeah, CLB not coming out till 11. Chance is like, perfect. Yeah, so excited. He's really into the concert. He's standing up with me for Lucky. Then <laughs> I check my phone. I see CLB drops. You know how, like, when you're a kid and you know, like, when you go home, you're about to get whooped? That's how Chance looked the whole rest of the concert. <laughs> Chance could not have fun. Chance couldn't say a lyric. Chance, he was, like, recording things on his phone to look like he wanted to be there, but that hey, did not care. Yo, <laughs> he yo. did not care about anything. <laughs> Chance had his phone out to play the part. <laughs> he had the flash on. <laughs> hey, okay, man. you can take it away from there, Chance. Once I heard the certified lover boy had dropped, I just... That's all I could think about all night. You ever seen the Drake meme where he in a club and he looking at the phone with the jean jacket on? That was me. It's like your girl send you a text, like mid-function, and you know it's like some bull. It's not some bullshit, but you know it's you're in so trouble. Scary. As he looks, as he looks to the left, like he's being like that dumb girl. <laughs> you know you're in trouble, and it's like damn, whole move. So I mean. I don't even should I just get into first thoughts because that trickles right into the first thoughts. I get yeah, the just car, get into it first thoughts. And against these niggas' judgments, I won't pay certified lover boy right off the bat. I'm like yes, like. Will you go back and admit? Will you go back and admit? Will you go back and admit that was a poor? It was decision. a poor decision because I ain't gonna lie. We heard we got through about five songs. We didn't, know, we, like, we didn't get the fair. Oh, we got the fair trade. All. Yeah, I was not feeling that joint. And then I went home, finished it, woke up, and then like ran it back when I woke up. And I got to work and I'm like, Vance, yeah, I'm like, this shit kind of boof. I'm like, it's like a five. I was like, it's like a five. Like, it's, it's very mid. And I told Todd Money this. I told him initial review, I was feeling like a C plus. But over the weekend, man, this is all I've been playing. Um, I can't lie. And I, I don't even know where do I begin. 40, let me just give 40 his credit because... 
the production on this joint is ridiculous. Like the whole R and B, old old R and B vibes, just the underwater sound. Just forty is just. Vance is definitely not feeling your production tape. Vance, as a producer. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, let why, me finish. Why, All right, no, go I, ahead. I, I want to see Vance's. He's not feeling the production tape. You ain't, you ain't like my pr- my pr- my production take is uh is it's part of my greater take. So you can just continue. Yeah. But so yeah, 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 yeah. The production was magnificent. Uh, and I will admit, from Jump Street, it did feel like a, a pretty focused album. It feels like one of Drake more focused albums, just as far as like kind of sticking to a theme, like. A certain sound sonically, like I feel like I he really executed someone. here, especially because his last two projects. You look at Scorpion, Scorpion was all over the place, so it was more refined than Scorpion, but more focused than what was the the the, the lane demo tapes. You, right? you know why I hate Chance so much because Chance came up to me this weekend saying Certified Lover Boy is mid. And what I told Chance is what exactly what he just said, word for word. This no, nigga didn't no, cite no. me at I already, all. But I already knew that. This nigga, this is, hey, no, 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 no. Can no. I say Vance, why I thought it was Vance, when I said it, this nigga Chance looked at me like I was crazy. I did not look at you like that. You looked at me like I was crazy. All right. I, I was, say, I was right, about to say that, that was a very in-depth breakdown. That doesn't sound like the normal. <laughs> that was listen, a different listen. format of breakdown. All right. It... You didn't give me that take, and that's not why I okay. thought it was me. I said from okay, Jump Street, I acknowledge that it sounded focused. This was my this was my issue though. My issue was that uh, first of all, y'all already know before the this is what fucked me up. So we get there, right? We get the the Masego sample on Champagne Poetry, and it's like, all right, cool. Niggas was comparing it to Tuscan Leather. That's a whole different discussion, but good intro. No, niggas then are we wrong. get the Poppy's Homes. In my opinion. A top 25 Drake song. One of Drake's best songs ever. Like, the production, the sample, like, just the way it fit into, like, the theme. It was a little funny, but it was soulful at the same time. You already know what, what Drake and 40 good for. But then we get to Girls Want Girls. Boom. All momentum killed. All momentum killed. I hate that song. Club banger, cool, but throw it on as a bonus at the end. So that kind of fucked up momentum. And then we got to... The Giveon with the Dirk, that was a sleeper. And then we get the the Love All with Jay-Z. I'm like, we should have went straight here. So I'm like, yeah. all right, it's mid. Then my favorite track, track six, Fair Trade. I'm like, man, I'm excited. I'm tweaking. Yeah, we were I'm singing just, this I'm all run, at work. The we, were, we were running the leak all Running all the week. leak. And I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I want. And then I see Travis Scott and I'm worried. I'm like, oh, shit. I was worried. It was a wild card. like. And then we get it, and I'm like, no, ruin the whole song, bro. Like, Travis' verse, I don't care what nobody say, fucks up the entire <laughs> vibe. It ain't a bad verse. It just fuck up the whole vibe. But on then we then we get into that little chunk from, like, 7 or 14, Yebba's interlude. That joint runs, like, in too deep. We gonna talk about it more, but jeez. Uh, um, of course... The too sexy, I'm going to run in the club. So, bro, you doing a track by track review? What is your overall am, review, please? I mean, my overall review, <laughs> just to sum it up, man. I mean, highlights. If it feels, I like the focus. Um, I think Drake, the highs are, are really high here. Um, there are really no low lows. Um, I, have, I thought you said the baby song was a low low. It wasn't a low low. I don't hate the song. It just for me where it was placed in the album, and it didn't really add anything to the album for me. I get why it's there. It's obviously a song people like because it was the the top charting one. But I said to begin the week, I was like, man, B, C plus B minus. I'm feeling a, a, a B plus. 
I finally got over that B hump. I'm feeling a B plus, like a eight out of ten. I would just like I would like like maybe two three songs to be knocked off there. Take the Travis Vert off fair trade. That good. verse was. That verse. I don't even know how to explain that Take verse. That it just that. didn't seem real. Like okay, it was a part where it was like put that cake. on my kid, and what he said was like nothing you would put on your kid. It was like <laughs> <laughs> it was like the most random thing. Like he said a fact. Like you think I don't it was know. the AI? It just didn't think seem it was real the, at all. It, it might have been the AI. That Travis Scott AI. So come on, now it's Vance's turn. Yeah, so let and then hopefully Taj is the equalizer. Man, look. Can I I guess I have to start with some disclaimers so that people don't think like I hate Drake. Disclaimer, I'm a Drake fan. Another disclaimer. My hate is rooted in the fact that I'm a Drake fan. Um any other disclaimers? Oh yeah, my argument doesn't really have anything to do with Donda. Um, I know a lot of people think like, "Oh, you're just hating the CLB because you fuck with Donda." I'm like nigga, I can listen. Like, come on, bro, I'm a fan. I want I want both albums to be good, but <sighs> this wasn't it, Drake. Aubrey, I know he's listening because he's the biggest unheard podcast fan, but you got to do something different, bro. It's. <sighs> You There's don't like the love tracks, though. You the, no, I don't like any this. of it. I don't like any of it. The whole shit is phony, bro. The whole thing is phony, and I'll tell you why. We get the rollout in December. <laughs> Nigga hit all, a Stephen A. Smith <laughs> with all of the albums. <laughs> we get all of the albums. You know, we see the uh, little Jay Z like the little commercial, right? The promo trailer. So we're like, oh shit, Drake is like, he's giving us some cryptic. Like he's looking back at his career, like. Okay, and then in the last couple weeks, and not to say this really, I mean, it's like nothing to do with Donda, the music, but like, I will argue that the way Drake has been rolling out Certified Lover Boy has been to compete with Donda on the marketing tip, like all the billboards, all the, I mean, the merch has been been here or whatever, but the grand scheme of my argument is that Drake, a great artist in rap, is supposed to be a symbol. He's supposed to be a sign. And in music, and specifically in rap, you're supposed to be a sign of of the future, of what's ahead. When I listen to Drake, or I listen to any great artist, I listen to Kanye, Kendrick, I want a glimpse of like what everybody else is going to bite for the next 10 years. That's what we love about thugs, what we love about future. That's what we personally unheard love about Cardi. We know that even if we don't love it, everybody's going to be biting it in 10 months. And that's a, that makes us love the track more. And I just feel like there's zero of that on this album. Like Drake took the culture nowhere with this album. Now look, I guess I will also preface this. Like my main complaint was that he tried nothing new. Everything was just super safe. Like the album was safe as hell in my opinion. Everything from the production to the features, the fucking, I mean, the cover art was safe. It was just a meme. It's like the whole execution on the project was just phony to me. Like, And like I said, I might just be hating, but as somebody who likes Drake and wants to see Drake like continue to change shit and like really have an impact, I just feel like this, like this might be stream well because drake already has that impact but i feel like this project is doing nothing for like 
maintaining Drake's impact, if that makes sense. Like, there's just, first of all, there's no hit off rip off of this. Like, you can't tell me way too sexy is the hit. Is that the hit chance? That's your hit? That's your king? Way too that, sexy? That, that is going to be the biggest hit. But that into, there's like, but you don't, that's no, 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 let me, I'm going to get into into deep. But I'm just right, saying in terms of the, the main hit. Okay, way too sexy. I didn't love Scorpion, but even that, I was listening to Jaded in my feelings. Like I was like, yo, these songs go crazy off rip. I, emotionless, like we don't get that with this album, if if in my opinion. In my opinion. You get shit that sounds like old Drake records. And I get it. I I understand now after the fact that a lot of people wanted a classic Drake album with this project. I didn't realize that was the request. I'm out of the loop. I, I thought Drake was about to switch shit up. When I saw him put a sample of Charlotte Day Wilson Mountains on his Instagram, and he previewed that. Story. When he previewed that, I was like, wait. Drake is really trying some different shit. Like, Charlotte Day Wilson isn't a known artist. Like, he's really sampling her. He's highlighting her. Like, there's no official single, so I'm going to take the snippet as a single. But then, just to see the album features listed with Giveon, Dirk, Jay-Z, Dirk, like, just, I've seen all these names. I've heard these songs with Drake. I think every single art, every single feature on there, excluding Yeba and Thames, we've heard a song with Drake. Like, it was just, it was just so phony to me, and I get it. Drake's having fun at this point in his life, but uh, the way the rollout, he was rolling it out, made it seem like he was about to really push it forward, and I think that's my biggest critique. All that aside, the music is cool. Um, I think Future was MVP on this album in the same way that Vori was MVP on the Donda album. Um, in Too Deep, like Chance said. It's got to be highlight of the album for me. Um, that first half is cool, but that second half is it's something serious. It's, it makes you think. It definitely makes you think about some people, you know, some old, some old things, you know. It's just such a funny song too. Like, baby, your pussy is so worth the wait. Like, that's such a funny bar. Like, I that's so. <laughs> but it's like that's the thing that make it good because you know a nigga, you know a nigga has got that off before. Is getting that off now, and we'll get that off in the future. Forever, yeah, yeah. So it's like I get it, and like way too sexy. It's like funny. So if I can just try and look at it a little less serious, then sure, I guess it's a cool album. But I don't want cool albums from Drake. Is my point. Am I out of pocket? Am I going to get canceled for saying I'm not the biggest fan of CLB? Like, yo, this really might get me canceled, but, like, Time Flies is way more different and innovative than, like, anything on fucking Certified Lover Boy. How is Time Flies innovative? Exactly. Have you, have you, have you heard the outro? But Drake has I the ultimate formula, flies, yeah. bro, and it's not broken. And, like, I, I, this is the thing, Vance. I appreciate your criticism so much. And I and I, I feel it, but at the same time, like I get it. As when a you, when fan, you put this it is on, enough. This fuck is enough being for a fan. You. When you put it on, no matter how many times, like you eat your grandma gumbo, you eat your grandma mac and cheese, like it's still gonna hit every time. Like, but it's not hitting the same. It's my thing. It's phony. It hit phony. It shit is phony. It's like it's like if Certain your grandma died. No, it's like if your it's like if your grandma died and she gave the recipe to your mom. It's like yeah, she got the instructions, but the shit phony. The cake don't taste the same, bro. It's like, you might even lie and tell your mom that it tastes just like grandma, but like, that shit phony, bro. You know it's phony. He got the formula, bro. That's and the formula, thing it, ain't broke. it ain't broke. It ain't broke. Taj, let's say your, your verdict, because when I was saying like, yo, nobody's early, saying, yo, surprised. nobody, see, that's the thing you take, you might take wrong. Nobody's saying it's broke. I said the music is there. I'm just saying this shit is weak. It's a, it's a weak play from Drake to 
have all this build up to this album, have a Chrome Heart Rolls Royce, and then drop this like safe ass album with these safe ass features. It's good music though. The features. I like the songs. I like the songs, but I just don't think any of it is like super memorable or like defining. I will say this to your point, and then I'm gonna let Taj Money get off. The features, Donda definitely, especially considering that they bought on a lot of the same features. Kanye murdered him in that department. Like, I don't really like none of the features on this project. Even the Thug feature is like, after like four minutes of Way Too Sexy, like, Thug feature will never get placed in a club. I'm sorry, Thug, but like, nobody will ever hear that feature. Um, and, and the rest of them were whack. Like I said, the the, the Dirt, the Baby, the Giveon, all that shit skips. I thought Jay-Z, I thought that was their second best collab. Their second best collab behind... Um, just man like the Jay Z verse, but you don't know like give you. But this is the thing though. Violence. Violence. <laughs> That's all I hear every time I hear that Jay Z verse. <laughs> I don't that know. Jay-Z I just like the sucked. song and the vibe so much. Like it just rides so well. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's cause you're an American businessman. You love Jay Z. Like it's actually crazy, Taj. We're about to <laughs> see a crazy a arc. Like we're like chances about to be hella forty forty four, like <laughs> Before we even, before, I, before I give my review on certified level, why why do people associate with Jay Z as the best aged rapper ever when Lil Wayne is doing still giving verses like he did on COB? Is it because Jay Z gave us four for four and Wayne just gives us crazy verses? I ain't gonna lie, Wayne why? has not given us a project that is even remotely like. But if it, but every one of Wayne features every one of Wayne features you know in why. probably you the know last the four well, yes, years though. have been platinum. Like but Wayne yes, is the, the undisputed you know the Wayne is the undisputed no. feature king, and I don't think nobody's putting Jay Z above him. But Jay Z like age as far as like albums, like just collections of music. Yeah, I'm saying overall aged people. I have I'm hearing people like people credit That's Nas with aging better than That's Wayne. That's not the same because Jay Z really stopped making music. He only really came back with four 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 because he had Magna Carta. Then he what left. Magna Carta. Was, that was only a with. three year. That was only a three year break. My thing is with the age rapper thing is like you know how it goes. Like it's not about who's the best at the age of forty five. It's like who's making the best forty five year old rap music. And I agree, you're right. From our perspective, you're super right. I never thought about it. Like Wayne definitely is smoking shit way more than Jay. But like Jay is rapping about shit that forty five year olds relate to and listen to, while Wayne just isn't. I don't think so. Wayne is just rapping like he's always. He's done. like he's like he's terrible. always done, and I agree. These are like these are some of Wayne's best verses, probably in the last what years at twenty twenty one, probably in the last decade. Um, but yeah, I think Jay Z's just gonna win it off of the image. Like he he wears the suits. He's he's doing deals with the nfl and then he like raps one corny ass bar about it and like that that that's gonna do it <laughs> he's the best aged rapper you ain't like catch Nas, the tennis line i did what was the we don't, back and forth it we was something about back and forth on, on the internet chance stop stop gassing this mid-ass verse the verse was it the, wasn't the, even the, that part it was just the beat it was the never had much this is all i need that's not you even know, a beat you're just, singing the hook <laughs> <laughs> Niggas turn their back on. I don't know, Drake. He just like I'm not even in that <laughs> position, but this 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 is the perfect way to describe Drake. Drake makes you feel like him when you're not him, and like that is Drake in a nutshell, which is why he's so popular. Like, what does that mean? He's basically saying Drake is really good at putting you in his shoes when like, you Drake like. Is, he's a great descriptor, and then like just the 
just with 40, them two is like Drew Brees and oh, Sean yeah, yeah, Payton. Wait, wait. Like, them niggas together is like let me something. Get, let me get, no, that's, nah, I gotta disagree. This is like Bounty Gate year. Bro, 40 has lost it. I'm sorry. Oh my God, I can't. He's, he's lost it. Yeah, chance, I think, chance, chance, chance. No, I don't think you actually looked at the credits. And I'm not saying this because like it's no personal shit. It's just nobody ever looks at the credits. Like forty did not make those beats that you think of forty course, made. Of course, but he's executive producer. No, so. I don't give a fuck, bruh. It's not that Drake has outgrown forty, but the forty song, like, like okay, here's my big, here's one of my huge critiques. The knife talk with Project Pat and Twenty One Savage. First of all, Twenty One Savage shouldn't have a bar about this chopper turn you niggas into booty clappers. Like, come on, bro. That killed the whole song for me. The whole song for me. Then on top of that. Why do you only have Project Pat on there? I feel like 2015 40 would have thought to really known to get Juicy J, the whole 3-6 Mafia on there. Like, it's shit like that. And then putting the Travis on the fair trade. Like, I know that might not have been the, the 40 A&R choice, but I'm, I'm just like 40. Like, come on. You got, like... And then the underwater sound is cool, but I definitely think... I think it's, it's raps for 40 beats when it comes to Drake. Put him on the boy Wanda. Put him on the Oz beats. Like that No Friends in the Industry beat I was a fan of. Really? You was you be bagging, but then you like No Friends in the Industry. So it's like... It's Vance's theme song. You know, as soon as Vance saw the title of that shit, he saved it. That's That's the only thing he saved. Wait, wait, okay. Can I get a couple of quotables (laughs) off that, John? Hold up. Nigga, you got to memorize. You're not even pulling anything up right now. He's just... Nigga said, I'm like Shikari. (laughs) I smoke him on and off the track. I was about to say... He said, "Why they always act like we can fix it in a meeting? We can't. You can, we can't hop on Zoom. They they love to ask you to hop on Zoom." He said, "Look, no friends in the industry. I had to draw the llama tree. My brothers and my enemies are fat. Niggas, Niggas let us start the beef done. Keep it rap. Yay, hit us up and now you owe you something fat." Francis theme song. I knew as soon as I saw that title, I was like, "Yeah." Get your review. Man takes everything. Man. He'll love this one. Uh, this is totally much anticipated. Chance, Chance stole half my review, so I don't even. It's, you already know. I think if there you drew an X and Y graph between thematic and sound, this would be Drake's most concentrated album since "Take Care." I also think people always crying for a "Take Care" too. I think this is the closest to a "Take Care" too any Drake fan will ever get. It's kind of like "Take Care" too minus the weekend. Like if you strip the weekend from "Take Care," this is probably what you would have got on Drake solo. I also. I'll draw my last comparison. Uh, Cars special, Cars two. That's how I feel about Certified Lover Boy. It's like Cars two. Like okay, <laughs> like we okay. I guess I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. This I love was the not first your one take so much. You was you was trying to convince me when I was bagging on the album, talking about you no. Know, I, I mean, there's really only two in here I don't like. Taj is just Taj is just like I don't, I don't dislike objective. anything on the album. He's just right. too objective. I don't dislike Which I understand. anything on the album, but there's only a few moments on the album that I'm like, okay, I gotta hear this again. I gotta hear this again. And it's like, okay. Like, so we have Drake, I was thing. talking to um somebody today. Shout out Jaren. I was talking to Jaren, and I was like, I expect, this is kind of what I expected from Drake. I expected it to be good, but not insane, because he's like, too big. Like, somebody, when you get to that level, you can only do so much with an album. No, the, see, that's where I disagree. That's that's my whole fucking argument. That's Cap, you're Drake. You can do anything with an album, my guy. You can 
put Cardi and Lucky on a song, and that shit will stream ten million. And did it, you really expect Drake to do that? Like my thing no, is when no. Drake did is you, when. What did you expect from Drake? I expected this from Drake. I said he would go like fourteen for sixteen. He would do like it would be a good album. I, mean, exactly I wasn't. Ex- I, wasn't expe- I wasn't expect. I wasn't expecting like Billboard hits like that we've already heard. My thing. I thought. I just thought we were gonna get some different sounding shit. I feel like the last couple of years he's given us some different sounding music. I thought the Dark Lane demo tapes was kind of his saying, his way of saying, like, all right, I still have a little bit of classic bag in me. But it's just the rollout for me. I think that's the main issue with my argument. Like, the way he was rolling it out was as if this was about to be some era-defining shit, was it not? Like, he told all these niggas move their release dates back. It's just like, yo, come Once on, Once I bro. saw the cover art, I knew that that narrative was, was over with. And that's what I'm saying. Is My whole word is phony. The shit is just phony. That's all it is. Just phony, and I get it. Drake is phony. If Drake is phony, then sorry, but I like Drake. But I'm gonna be listening to views. I'm already going back to listen to Time Flies. Like that's, I like that better than anything on here. Unheard. Let's get an unheard. I heard this guy at the Lucky concert. Uh, oh, this, this is Icy Twat off the leash. Oh yeah, that song. Is I had to get off the leash. 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 Certified lover boy, but there's only two girls on the album. <laughs> Niggas a certified boy lover, and I was like, <laughs> "That's great." Bro, what are you? <laughs> like it was funny, but I was. <laughs> it was just a funny tweet, but I don't know. This is a theme I'm starting to notice more and more in like Twitter users. I don't know if Twitter users are actual music fans. I really don't think half the people on Twitter that talk about music are actual music fans. But I'm starting to hear this discourse more and more of any time an album comes out, people are like. Where are all the women rappers? Where is this? Where is that? So my question is, for Chance Advance, is there actually a glass ceiling on women rappers? Or are labels having 100%. to eat shit for pigeonholing their own artists? Um, I mean both, but... Would you like me to... Okay. I was about to say, if... would you like me to clarify the question further? No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I get it. But I think it's a mix of both. Only because... um. One is just, like, culture, normalization, like, women in the studio, like, niggas be feeling uncomfortable when there's, like, women rap, like, when there's women in the studio that aren't just, like, strippers or, like, girlfriends, like, niggas be intimidated, like, bro, I've seen so many instances where there's, like, women rappers or whatever in a studio session and, like, guys will come in and introduce themselves to, like, everybody except Shorty and then find out that she's, like, the main, like, one that the session is for, and then, like, the whole demeanor just changes, turns into this, like, standoff rapper shit, and it's just, like, it's shit like that, which is why, like, the space, it'll take a while for, like, the space to be normal enough to where 
yeah, there's women in a bunch of sessions. Like we're seeing at LVRN and we're seeing at the Dreamville sessions and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's tricky. I don't know. I definitely think I definitely think it's a mix though. But yeah, I agree. I don't think the labels know how to market a lot of their um, women artists either. So. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely think it'll get better, though, over time. Like, there definitely will be more involvement. I think it's also the fact that a lot of women are stuck on, like, the songwriting side of the industry. Like, the industry doesn't, like, want a lot of women to ever get that, like, solo artist kind of uh, bag, you know? Like, so many of them are just stuck as songwriters, writing songs for other people, stuff like that. So there's definitely just, like, a lot of internal stuff that has to change culturally before this kind of issue can be solved in my opinion well that was long-winded sorry from my perspective (laughs) um are we we just talking about women in the industry period on this album specifically like the tweet women as features on major male albums and this is just why is there a lack of Beyond hip hop, like R and B as well, everything, all inclusive. No, this is rap. Oh, purely, right? Purely just women rappers. Um, I don't know, bro. Honestly, I don't know how to uh, if I have an answer for that question or if I have a theory. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna pass that one off. You don't even you don't even have a theory like of why women are I mean, like don't have more. I don't need a theory. What's your feeling? Do you feel like, that right, it's a glass saying. ceiling? I mean, like is this just like representative of how America is in general, or is this because like no women genuinely fit the scope of these albums? Like which woman oh, no, rapper no, no, no. would you would have wanted on CLB? I would definitely say. All right, I'll, I'll answer two part. I would say it's more sort of the first part. I think like in majority of industries. Um, there's like obviously a, a, a huge barrier for women to be able to break through and like get to the top and you know do that type of shit. So I don't think it's, it's no different than rap. I imagine it, it might be even more difficult than in other industries. But to that second part, did any woman would any woman have fit on CLB? Um, I mean, Yeba had a whole song, so I think the CLB argument. She's not is a rapper. We talking about that's why I said yeah, we talking about hip hop. Are we talking about rap or are we talking about everything? Rap. Yeah, if we're talking about rap, um. But then why are we talking about CLB? It's not really a rap. Album. I can't think of anybody like I would have liked to see with with Drake. At least we're not talking about Drake. Let's talk about an actual like like the Kendrick Lamar album or the or Donda. Like we're talking about Donda. Yeah, I mean, and I think it probably works on Donda more so than it does with Drake. I just don't see. I'm trying to think of many if there are any female rappers that I would. Really I don't like even think it was Drake female rappers. I think it was just female artists in general. Like Kanye's work with 070 Shake before, and like she wasn't now, on there. That's if we talking about saying, that. Like, like of course, but if we just talking about, I think rappers, that argument is more valid because there's so many more options. Like when you look at Donda tracklist, and then you look at like the. Cause like wasn't was I feel like yeah it was last week Taj wasn't you said like Kanye's historically been known for working with like. Uh, yeah, I cut that out of the podcast though. Oh yeah, but like American Boy, like Estelle, just like Carrie Hilson, knock you down. Like he was doing a lot with like women artists for a while. So just like the Donna track list was a little shocking, especially when he's been working with like Oh Shove and Oh Shake. Um, 
it's like a lot of other people like that so i don't know like why aren't we seeing more scissors and stuff like that featured on albums because it like isaiah rashad had a lot of uh women features on his album i would like to see it especially with hated Drake. that album I did not hate that album. I like y'all hated it. Going. We had one. We had one album with women Tosh on. Y'all, hated y'all hated it. That's cool. I love the features. Love the women features. <laughs> <laughs> no hate towards them. Put that cape on. My my answer to my own question was that I think it's pigeonholing. Um, just because the fact, same reason that no, out of three of us, not one of us can think of one, um, woman rapper that would have sounded good on CLB, and I think that's a problem. When there's definitely women artists out there that would sound good on CLB. It just means we don't know about them. They're not being pushed to the level to where we would know about them, even slightly. So I think my answer is pigeonholing. Good answer. I like your reasoning. <laughs> All right. Uh, one, uh, one woman rapper. I don't know if she's being pigeonholed. I don't know what it is. But Little Sims. Sometimes she's I might be introvert. Chance. I have a question before I even give my review. As mm-hmm. the American businessman of the podcast, will you explain the theory of trickle down economics? Trickle down economics is a <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's it's the belief that if you give you know the people at the top, the rich folks, if you give them tax breaks, financial rewards, financial incentives to do business, uh, you know, in your domain to 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 sell their products, to to buy shit that you know, through that they will become, you know, more richer and then they will build bigger companies and hire more people and eventually, you know, that wealth will trickle down to, you know, the lower caste. Okay, based on your own definition, how do you think trickle down economics relates to streaming? How do I think trickle down economics? Well, when you have niggas on Apple Music, right, which is why they want to promote it so much. When you have niggas listening there, I'm already listening to the certified lover boy. On one half of the on one side of the coin, you got niggas that's like, I don't like the certified love boy. So you get on there, you turn it on, you're like, this ain't for me. You're looking for what else dropped this week. All right? So you driving traffic to the site. On the other hand, you might have niggas who love the certified lover boy, right? And then you get the algorithms. You might want to see what else came out this week. Or Apple recommends say, ooh, you might like this because you're spending more time on their platform. If anybody want to hire me for strategic consulting, this is why I just anything. I just had to I just had to prove to all the listeners how smart Chance is. There, I didn't, go, I, there was no prep on this. Now let's see if trickle down economics, uh, Ronald Reagan's famous theory, actually works. Chance, did you listen to Lil Sims' album? I did. Okay, maybe maybe it works. Maybe Ronald Reagan. But that's only because I knew I was plugged in because you niggas was talking about it last week, and I must say <laughs> I was I was impressed, and I was. There's a lot to like. What is there to like? Give me some things to like. Uh, it's refreshing. Truthfully, <laughs> that's how I felt about it. Like Little Sims. Um, first of all, the production is. It's like so thematic and so like, what's the word? It's like an orchestra. Like I'm in a, like I'm. What's what's the the opera house? Not the opera house. What do orchestras perform? Opera house, right? Auditorium. I'm at the auditorium. Like, so dynamic. Lots of different drums and cymbals crashing and shit. So I really enjoyed that part. And then, um, where's she from, Vance? She sounds like she she might be from Cross the Pond. Indeed. Yeah, she's from Cross that Pond. So you already know they got their own signature okay, sound. Okay, the United Kingdom. She's from England. Like, it's not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's as a name. Across the Pond. 
Um, in, in any case, I really enjoyed it because it's just a different switch up from, and no offense, because it's the niggas too, but everybody kind of trying to do this trap sound where they like kind of talk about the same handful of topics over the same, you know, beat pack. So it's just nice, always nice to hear something refreshing, different, something that nobody else really doing. That's my honest critique. Thanks, fellow Little Sims fan. How'd, how'd you enjoy the album? 10 out of 10. Um, yeah. It was, yeah, I don't know. I guess we have a podcast and I'm supposed to be better at it, but like when there's music that's really good, like I'm just really not good at describing it. Like, it's just so emotional. Like, bro, I mean, I don't know. Are we doing a little <laughs> opening up session? The album is about being introverted. Y'all know me, I'm an introvert. It was an emotional album. I was like, damn, she's really talking that shit. It wasn't even like emotional or like that deep. It was just mad relatable. It was like Drake. Like, how you listen to Drake and shit be just be like scary relatable. It'd be like, you have to like pause the record and like be like, damn. Like, it's like, it's like lucky. Like, you know how it goes. Just that super relatable shit. So I thought the album was just like powerful. And then on top of what she was saying, the production was so cinematic and was like matching all that emotion too. It was just like this grand like spectacle, but like it felt like I was watching a movie, but there was, I'm literally just listening to this shit on Apple Music, which is just like, whenever I get that feeling from music, it's like 10 out of 10 automatically. Um, so yeah, she's got album of the year to me, rap album of the year at least. Uh, her and Arlo Parks, killing shit. British women, they're going dumb. I, I tried telling y'all though a while ago. I tried telling y'all that the British have it. They just have something that we don't. Um, I think this was. I think this was ultimate, like ultimate proof of that. Uh, I like a month ago, I declared that uh, Willow Smith's album would, no matter what, land in my top fifteen. Uh, this week, I'm going to say Little Sims' album would, no matter what, land in my top ten albums of the year. That's how confident I am and how. Like, just please, I was listening to the album. It, last week, I said that no album, like, there was nothing I could compare to Donda because it felt so grand and, like, no, the yeah. budget seemed insane. Yeah, facts, facts. And then Lil <laughs> Sims comes, and this album feels, like, just as grand, but it's not, like, backed by fucking Disney. <laughs> it's backed by, like, a fucking indie company or some shit, and she's making an album that sounds this grand. Like, it's insane. Yo, what was that movie with the robot where the nigga trained his whole life where he had to, like, build a robot to fight other robots? It was, like, boxing, remember? But it was the robot boxers. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yo, yeah, the Sims album feels like the nigga who, like, built his robot from scratch. It's, like, because you were right. It was, like, Donda was kind of put out in the air, and it was, like, oh, this high-budget thing just exists, and it's just floating. And then, like, Sims kind of just came out of nowhere with, like, a Superman punch, like, <laughs> like it's starting a whole, like, anime fight. I was just like, holy shit, like, there's another rich-ass album. And then the cover art, that's the other thing. I forgot, I know we, I guess I didn't really, we didn't really highlight it. Fuck Kanye, I mean, I don't really know if it was Kanye's decision, like, we know with the Universal shit, but no cover art is whack, super whack. I wish you would've done something. Drake, cover art, whack, super whack. Wish you would've done something better. Lil' Sims, cover art, fi. Perfect, didn't need any additions, didn't need any touches, I will buy merch. Is there merch? I need to find if there's merch because I'm buying merch. If she comes to the U.S., I'm buying like I'm like I'm spending money on Lil Sims. Like I'm supporting her. So everything about the project screamed that it like she announced this project like 
probably 10 months ago. <laughs> and you could tell, like, you could tell she was taking her time throughout those 10 months. So, again, shout out Lil Sims. We'll get an unheard artist and then we'll come back with a conclusion to the Civil War. Then I'm gonna go with the mainstay on the pie. Ain't really unheard, but we dropped the project a few weeks ago and y'all know I like it. Play that, uh, that chainsaw by Curse. We gonna make it plain where we came from. Mashing in the rain and the rain roll. We broke in the game with a chainsaw. Make enough change, you can start a war. This is not a thing you can't prepare for. This the real thing. This is not a game. Water in my watches, I got ice up in my veins. She knew better. She threatened to leave. I let her. Ignoring messages on my call window. She leaving letters. I'm too OG. I can't find time for this. I'm slicing cheddar. Butter on top that bread. It looks so good together. Go through whatever, I withstand the weather Several Corvettes in my collection I'm a Chevrolet veteran Pull up in special editions Barely a fresh factory leather I could talk about them cars all day, dawg Avoiding potholes, sliding up St. Charles Riding high, the hell or well I know where I am, sitting on millions Finna bring a couple more in here no way you just called the entire platform a genre. <laughs> and then you say, I don't like Apple music. I don't music. like Apple music music. <laughs> the I don't sound like of the Apple music, music. The Spotify music. All right, take, you got to take that it. out. You got to take that out. <laughs> Pluck it out. All right. It's been, it's been a long two months. Actually, it's been a long decade, guys. Chance declared his allegiance early. Vance declared his allegiance. I stayed neutral. Tried to stay neutral throughout. But now the days are over. We've got both albums. We've got Donda, first day. We've got analytics on all of it. Donda, first day, did ninety almost 95 mil on Spotify. Second day, it jumped to 102 mil. Certified Lover Boy, of course, went crazy, did 150 mil first day. Second day, kind of plummeted to 90 mil. Kind of. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the normal. That's a third. Of, that's a third. I don't know what's a third. That's a third. That's a third. That's a third. That's almost a half. But that's a normal. I don't know what the normal dip is from day one to day two. So I won't kill him too much. Again, I'm staying neutral. That is almost half. But not at the war, I guess. First question: Is it over? Is this done? We had Drake leak the Andre 3000. This I feel like when Andre hey. 3000 came out and said his like press release, that was kind of like. A little kid getting shot and people were like nah this is going too far like i feel like that might have been the end of the war <laughs> he was like he was like the one that he like came out of the rubble like the kid with like the white like the white flag and like the journalist captured his picture and it won like pulitzer prize Facts. and like everybody was like yo this was the mark of the end of the war when both sides realized there was two <laughs> exactly can we can we get into that real quick I'm sorry. I, I know, I, man, these last couple of weeks I've been tangent advanced, but man, this is our podcast. I mean, we talk as much as we want to talk. Um, I saw a lot of people saying smart move for Drake. Well, I saw a lot of people saying dumb move for Drake to drop it. Why would you drop a disc where he's smoking you? He's saying he influenced you, yada, yada, yada. But now seeing the black backlash from Andre 3K, I'm like, damn. What if Drake was really thinking like, damn, I'm about to, I'm about to turn Andre 3000 against against Yay, but I don't know. Andre also might be against Drake because he's like, nigga, why'd you drop this? I think he is. Okay, never mind then. He said it was neutral. He said he loves both artists. 
Oh yeah, he did. Two artists I love. <laughs> no, him, him. No, he I don't said he, come in between he said, two artists. I he love. Said he, yo, the funniest tweet I saw was like, 3 ks not trying to get involved with this bullshit." Nigga said he want to work with Lil Baby. He's not worried about this. <laughs> like, yo, just picture Andre 3000 just really wanting to work with Lil Baby. Like that shit is hilarious to me. Like, he's like, "Damn, y'all got me rapping about Donda, like missing my mom, nigga." I'm just trying. That verse was fire too. That's the thing. Like, I'm like, man, this really should have been on a fucking Donda because. Andre 3K verse is like that probably would have been the best verse on that whole project, even better than the uh, the Jay Electronica. So, thank Damn, you, Chance. I'm, gl- I'm glad you gave Jay Electronica the props. Niggas been gassing Fabio. That Fabio verse is the best one on Donda. Like Jay Electronica didn't risk getting sniped in the studio for his verse. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, Somebody facts, please praise facts, this man. Facts. I don't even want to repeat the bars. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Um. I would but say it, personally, it yes, it's over. From Vent speaking, it, no, no, listen, winner? listen. I'm just getting, I'm gonna get my shit off. This is artist. Okay, so I've put producer cap on, like producer stand artist cap on. It's over. Kanye's won it. When it comes to straight artistry, Kanye's won it. My whole thing. I feel like weren't we all saying let the music speak? And I feel like the yeah, music. I feel like say. I feel like the music has spoken. Um, I think both of their rollouts were. I mean, not. I mean, I'm an artist, and I think what Kanye did with evolving the the evolution of the listening party, I think that shit was cool. But I think it definitely got dragged out, and I think Drake's also was just Drake's was just so disorganized. Like, remember, like what happened to the Chrome Hearts merch? Remember, like he said he was doing Chrome Hearts merch and like Nike merch. He dropped those whack T-shirt. Like the rollouts were whack, and at that point we had to listen to the music. And for me, the music spoke more on Kanye's side like you said the features came out and it was just better execution and that's for me ended the war so we got one for yay we got one for yay all right Taj I'd say music wise well, I'd say think music wise Kanye won but Drake definitely hurt Donda I would say that I think Donda was on a very um focused path to be like an album that really paid homage to his mom and this and you know like really like stood out for a mm, long time mm. like even with the Andre 3000 verse Andre 3000 talked about like how he was talking about in his press release how Kanye approached him with the vision of honoring his mom like you go back to that first uh live stream you hear like Kanye's mom is like pretty much introing every track with her voice in some way and then on like the final version is like that's mostly gone and it's like a lot more centered towards kind of jabbing at Drake. So I think, yes, Kanye won, but Drake definitely capped, like, cut a good chunk of potential off Donda. Like, he definitely hurt him. I like that take. It's like a flip flop of Scorpion. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. I think, I think music wise, like, like you guys, Ye definitely, again, pushed the envelope and just went on another evolution and kind of like, Starting with T Lock, kind of like that gospel sound. He just he just took it a, another step further, um, and and it was it was great steps. I thought the features, especially since they had so many like features alike. They had both had Ty Dolla Sign. They both had um, Thug. They both had Dirt. You know what I'm saying? So they both had the same features, but Ye really bought the best out of his features. The production. I'm a sucker for 40 production, but the, but the production on the year is better. So, but even so, even so, like, the, 
the the ones I like off CLB, they gonna stick. And the ones I like off Ye gonna stick. But I don't know why we gotta we gotta put them against each other. I thought I was this about was just to say, a, an incredible week. You don't really have in music <laughs> for fans. I think the real winners of this war. Oh no! Is the, the fans? fans. <laughs> it's it's like, the that's fans. how you. That's how. That's how you know OVO laws. Chance just hit the verses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, OVO did. Hey, we, OVO did so not icy lose. So icy starts to play. <laughs> OVO did not lose because I think. What's the best song on Donda? Now I was about to say. Look! 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 Can I get two final points off? I guess the one final point was yes. This is a great music. As a black man, look, man, look. look. Hey man, look, music. We got a lot. We got we got to do a lot of shit to be taken serious. And the fact that we're even arguing who has the better number one album between Donda and Yay, I mean between Donda and fucking Certified Lover Boy. I like the fact that we're arguing over this. In another time, we could be arguing Eminem versus Ed Sheeran or Logic versus Macklemore. That's what I'm saying. So like, I'm a little thankful that this is what we're at least arguing over. Second. Um, I do want to give Drake a little bit of, I want to come a little bit of slack because it's like, yo, when we're talking about artistry and production, it's like, yo, that's what Ye does. Like, Ye's been doing that since Drake was like, dude, I don't even know how old he was, like 11, 10 years old. So like, it's unfair, not unfair, but it's like, yeah, we expect Kanye to watch Drake in terms of like execution and total vision. Cause like Chance said, this has been a vision since TLOP. Um, when it comes to actual rapping, aside from that off the grid verse that Ye gave us, I'm gonna have to give. I mean, Drake got it. Drake proved that he's an elite rapper on CLB. I mean, he's proved it before for me, but I feel like for a lot of people that didn't believe it already, I feel like CLB proved that. Uh, Pipe down, 7 a.m. and Bridal Path, the Ty Dolla. I just feel like he's getting his shit off. Um, so I will give Drake that. Like, I'm not like about to just totally kill CLB. He was right. He got his shit off rap wise, but it was just a lot of other shit lack. If I can only keep one, that's give me the CLB, point. man. Fuck. It. I, I kind of a, not that I not that I agree, but I don't also like I don't think the albums were meant to be <coughs> like Kanye didn't really make his album to be streamed on Apple Music, you know. Like the whole hype of it was that it was like in an arena and it sounded like it was in a stadium, like it was meant for live audience. In the same way that I feel like whole lot of red was kind of meant for live audience, like I don't know. We got we got a new project coming this Friday. Vance and I have championed him. Oh as the yeah, golden yeah, one. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm still excited. I still got energy. I was I've been excited. I watched the hype video and then I got unexcited. I scrolled down his timeline and I saw that uh, do rag activity is on the project. Pain, pain, and that's pain, when pain. I got sad. I was like, fuck. All right, this isn't gonna be a ten. <laughs> like the ten is already out the window. Do rag activity on it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this looks so sad. Hey, Family Ties is cool, though. That Family Ties is cool. That also did disappoint me, though, because I was kind of... I mean, I was hoping for the Kendrick Keem collab eventually. It still might come, but we'll see. Did you... um? Do you like the cover art? I, of him, like, sitting on a dock or some shit? Yeah, with the color gradient, but, like, now it's a rainbow. Yeah, it was cool. I didn't... <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot of things that I saw that kind of disappointed me. Like, Keem saying, like, I've been through this, but I'm not going to share that right now. <laughs> I saw this, but Was I'm not going to share I'm going to share that in two years. Yeah. Like, the whole trailer is him saying, like, I've been through all these things I bet you want to hear about, but I'm not saying that this project. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you're not making me excited. You're scaring me. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My only uh, critique is so far... 
is all the visuals are like very TDE, like Peachy Lang. And I'm like, I just hope the album isn't like excessive amount of like clear TDE direction, you know? All right, TDE Dreamville, Ari Lennox said she's got something dropping Friday with an eye emoji. She said this like a few months ago and didn't drop anything. So I'm kind of waiting till I see it from Ari Lennox. She, she was getting set up in her new apartment. Can you give her a break? <laughs> this chance is terrible joke of the podcast. Is she actually moving to a new apartment? No, he's referencing her 2019 hit new apartment. <laughs> oh. Uh, single that dropped joke. today, Maxo Cream <laughs> and Tyler the Creator, Big Persona. Did you guys hear it? Hey, Tyler's oh, top five rappers. I'm sorry, Taj. I know you put him in the Mount Rushmore, and I killed you for it. And you're probably okay now. <laughs> I said you're probably okay now. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't here. I gotta I gotta check it out. I gotta check it out. Tyler the sure. Creator carried. I'm not gonna lie. He is he, he is smoked. ascending higher than I thought he would ever ascend. <laughs> like he is getting better than I ever thought he when, would when get. He was, when he, it comes he to came rap, a long way from eating them cockroaches. No, my thing is. No, like he's legit looking like he could be like I that never, nigga of rap real soon if he keeps going at this progression level i never thought he was gonna like really not say bounce back but i never thought he was gonna come back to rap after he already tapped into like the eagle or like flower boy i thought he was about to just like kill that rex orange county like indie pop indie rock lane and now he's just like top five rappers like clearly and not only that like he can't first of all I like Maxo Cream a lot. I love his last project, Brandon Banks. He came on his song and washed Maxo Cream, which is not, which like, is not easy. Exactly, and not only did he wash him, he did the, he washed him on a verse, and he did the hook on some like 2013 Drake shit of like, I'm gonna carry this song in every facet. And he so, was in the video, like, <laughs> kudos to Tyler the Creator. Um, <clears throat> his stock is still somehow rising. Anything else you guys saw before we close out this episode? Did you see Kanye tell his engineer to find God after he woke up two hours late for the appointment? That shit was hilarious. Bro said, you're fired. Find God. Call me when you find him. I ain't gonna no. lie, though. Stop <laughs> texting. Stop, you stop, you ever stop texting. Stop texting. That's like a nigga worst fear. Like, the opportunity to line up, like, you got the big day. That is and, like, the worst the moment. Alarm fucking that, that would be the day. The alarm don't fucking go off. That's why, I listen, ever since that day, many, many years ago, I can't remember the exact moment. I always said about four or five of them bitches. If I got to be up for seven, I said it for 650, 55, 7, 05, 10. Not because I'm about to snooze or sleep in. Like, <laughs> what if one of these bitches don't go off? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got that stop gap. Oh, my gosh. Pro this tip. My last words is a pro tip to all the listeners who made it this far. If you have to wake up early, make chug a bottle of water before you go to sleep. That first alarm will hit you, and then your bladder will hit you, and you'll be forced to get up. Or you won't be able to sleep comfortably. Or you gonna piss the bed. Taj Taj (laughs) explains. You're not gonna piss on yourself. Taj explains this like such a scientist that's done clinical trials on this. Nah, nigga, you wanna wake up? I slept in late. You wanna wake up? Like a year. Turn that alarm on. I figured this out and I was like, damn, I just best life. Crack the code. (laughs) Nah, turn your alarm on. Put that bitch on your desk to where you gotta get up out the bed to go turn that hole off. I used to have that when I was like in high school. That shit felt like put that bitch across the room. Trust. Like, it's, it's going to be hard. You're going to sit there for a little while because it's cold as fuck in the room. You really don't want to get up. But Yo, honestly, if you don't know how to wake, if you don't know how to wake, if you don't know how to wake, yo, if you don't know how to wake yourself up, stop listening to our podcast, bro. You're a child. Don't listen to him. I'm not sure how many of you that is. You got a lot of young listeners. 
on the way. Fuck, sometimes yo, I still you can't, see talking. Yo, this is Vance telling you, gr- grow up. Also, uh, I know I said the last thing was my last words, but real last words. Whoever gave us a one star on Apple Music, I'm on Apple Podcast. I know you think you're funny. I know you think you're a funny guy or gal or person. But jokes on you. I thrive off negativity. Nigga gave us gonna a be one even star. better now. We're gonna Nigga be even better. Star, I'm Go even harder. That's... Now we're at four point nine on the Apple Podcast instead of a five. Nigga, got a, you got you got a lot of hate in your heart. You got Niggas a lot of perfection. Like, that true. That four point nine really hurts me. Like that really crushed me when I saw that four point nine. It had to happen. Niggas don't even know my favorite number forty nine. Disgusting. Thank you. All right, uh, unheard artist on who is it? Vance? I guess. Um, I'm gonna play Yeet. Sorry about that. See me like it's Benny Bunchy. Sorry about that. 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 I see each year. I see what you riding on. Benny bitch over in Calabasas. Trying to be slow now. Bitch, I'ma sip on a walk of the trees. Yes, he says she feeling up. I'm even feeling up. Bitch, I be high on these drugs every day of my life. I don't know at all if I should quit or not. How the fuck did I choose to this bathroom with everything going up inside of my life? Bitch, I just got out of home. I just let that brand new equivalent coming in with that. Yeah, and they just told me if I buy that Tesla, I'm having a time to fit a pop of honey. I'm on a purse, so I call up my bed like, what's up? With y'all, she said, can I pull up and lay off with y'all? She said, I wanna watch a movie if y'all get the picture. She need a big old booty, color bodybuilder Black and white diamonds, I'm colorblind They told me that I murder every bit like Columbine Sorry about that, I had to switch the side All my diamond flowers, listen big, look at the size All your shit is fake, that shit is size I'm sorry for your kid, it's just your life The amount of drugs I did today, what make you cry? Yeah, I'm finna tell you everything, I don't be shy Podcast over, dog.